Hey, this is Boran Dulos with the Creative Egg Podcast, where we discuss the God-given passion, pain, and purpose for the creative individual. Hello and welcome to the Creative Egg Podcast. I am your host, Boren, and I am a multi-instrumentalist, singer, songwriter, composer, as well as a musical intercessor at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, Missouri. I have several music albums under varying artists and genres available wherever you stream music. And with this podcast, it's my desire to encourage and exhort artistic people to faithfully steward their God-given creative ache. Today we are continuing our series on Esther 4.14. In the previous two episodes, we've discussed the generational assignment that you have, the reason you were put in this time. We also discussed the uniqueness and design of your quote-unquote voice or your creative gifting the way that you express artistically. And today's episode will be aimed at motivating us toward creative faithfulness. Another way I'll say it is that we will be focusing on what happens if you do not faithfully do your creative assignment. It's not only important to understand the positive reasons for why we should create. It is also vitally important to understand the negative implications, like what God expects of us as creative individuals, what God will hold us accountable to in regards to the artistic talents that he has given us, and also how important we are as creatives to his grand design. So again, this series is based on Esther chapter 4 verse 14, and we're going to highlight and focus in on a specific phrase that is used in the first part. It says, if you keep quiet at this time, and here's the important part we'll be focusing on today, salvation for the Jews will come from another place. Today, I really want to hone in on that salvation will come from another place. That aspect of what God was communicating to Esther. Now again, we've touched on this in previous episodes. We are not by any stretch in the same situation and assignment as Esther was back in the days of Persia's rule. But there are principles that apply to you and me today that also applied to Esther in her day. We've previously covered that your artistic assignment is unique to you and that you've got the special tool to fulfill your creative assignment. We also discussed how this assignment is meant to be a partnership in God's eternal plan. But when we focus on this aspect of salvation for the Jews will come from another place, we see this principle that Esther had the 
ability, or rather the opportunity to do the thing that God was calling her to do or to not do it. And we see not only that she had a choice to make, but that there was an element of consequence to her deciding not to. The very next part of this verse actually says about Esther, this was the personal cost to her for not doing the assignment that God had given her. That if she does not do this assignment, that she, as well as her family, would all perish. And yet, the Jews would still be saved because God's ultimate plan was going to be fulfilled with or without her. But this was a unique invitation and opportunity that God designed Esther for. And he wanted Esther specifically for who she was and what creative elements he had given her. He wanted her to partner with him for this very special assignment of bringing salvation to the Jews. So how does this apply to you and to your creative assignment? Well, I want to echo something I've said before. Creativity is inherently relational. That's simply how God designed it. And though God is sovereign, he established parameters of our free will and gives us the opportunity to make choices to partner with him in his overarching design with our unique creative assignment. He wants us to partner our creativity with him for the sake of his plan. As we faithfully do our creative assignment, we are one tiny but impactful cog in the wheel of his grand plan. When we're faithful, when we do the creative assignment that we're given, we don't even have the ability to see just how impactful that is. We don't get to see the ripple effect, the butterfly effect of what happens when we submit our creativity to God in order to partner with Him in His plan. We also don't necessarily see the full picture of what happens if we don't function, if we don't create, if we aren't artistically faithful. But from this principle that we see in Esther 4.14, not only is there a good reason to be faithful with our creative assignment, but there's very negative consequences for choosing not to be faithful. Again, I want to emphasize that we are able to choose not to be faithful with the creativity given to us. Some of the greatest battles that we will face are aimed at detracting us from our creative calling. I can say personally that I have dealt with a number of battles. Fear, lack of direction, laziness, unbelief, insecurity that have waged war against my creative output things that have actually caused me to lock up my creative abilities or to push them in a compensational way, a way that's trying to make up for insecurities that I feel. Again, Esther was warned by Mordecai in this verse based on the principles of God's design 
for divine assignments, which includes your creative assignment. And we should take this very seriously. We know by various scriptures, New and Old Testament, and many parables that Jesus gave, that the Father, though he is full of grace, full of mercy, full of compassion, he also expects us to walk in the freedom that he gives us, empowered by the grace that he gives us, and making choices daily to submit ourselves to his will, to put forth effort, not in the flesh, but by his grace to fulfill the assignments that he has for us. And this includes your creative assignment. One fascinating example in scripture of someone who was given a creative assignment and yet chose not to fulfill that assignment is the story of Adam. From the beginning, God had given him creative potential and commands to function in his creative abilities. He was given the ability to name the animals that God had created. That's a very creative assignment. That takes imagination. You see something that has never existed before, and you get to define what the identity of that creature is. That's very creative. He also was to tend and keep the garden. Now, here in the fallen world, we do all sorts of things in botany, combining different species and creating new environments and ways for plants to grow. He had all of this at his disposal. And these are just a couple of things we see in scripture. I think it's safe to assume that all of the creative things that we function in today were given to Adam as well. So Adam and Eve were given this assignment, this creative assignment. And ultimately we know in Genesis chapter 3 that the enemy came to tempt them in the form of the serpent and they surrendered their assignment. They chose to taste the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil to gain something that they were not necessarily given. And they knew that the cost of that was death or actually not functioning in their created design. So they forsook their creative assignment and the consequences of that were drastic. Not only were Adam and Eve going to die, but God said to Adam, cursed is the ground for your sake. He said to Eve that now you're going to bear children in pain. Before, the earth was meant to bloom and blossom freely, and the multiplication of the human species was meant to be only a joyous occasion. And yet, as we see later, all creation was subjected to futility, to corruption, and that was not because of its own choice. It was because of the choice of Adam and Eve. So all creation since that day has suffered from death and corruption because of that choice, the choice to not function in the creative assignment that they were given. But not only do I want to focus on those consequences, but I want to focus on the salvation rising up from another place. Because as we know, we had the first Adam that failed in his creative assignment. And then came the second Adam, Jesus Christ, 
who came not only to die for us so that we might be forgiven of our sins, but that in the next age, there will be no more death. There will be no more suffering. There will be no more corruption. There will be no more pain. All creation groans and waits for the revealing of the sons of God in that expression. Because that's when creation, the created order, will be restored to its original intent, flourishing, multiplying, fruitfulness, and creativity, artistry, abounding under the rule of the second Adam, the one who was raised up because of the failure to complete the mission from the first Adam. So I've been talking about this principle of the consequences of not choosing to faithfully steward your creativity and the overarching plan that God has in place. Yet I want to emphasize that you personally were the original choice. You personally were given the assignment and the abilities that you have because the plan of God fits perfectly with you submitting that creative ability to him. Your assignment is important to God. You are not a lesser cog in the wheel. You are vital. And because of how important your creative role is in God's masterpiece, there is a high level of accountability attached to your assignment. This isn't about how skilled you are necessarily. This isn't about how much exposure your art will get, how many people you touch with your creative output. Don't measure yourself by all the standards that you or the world would expect. Instead, understand that the primary way that God is going to hold you accountable is by your faithfulness to him. Just like in the parable of the talents, he knows your limitations. In fact, he designed them. All he wants from you is a faithful willingness to be bold, to dare to create free, open, authentically, and submitted to the Holy Spirit. That's the way that he's going to hold you accountable. And it's important enough to him to have an accountability attached to your creative assignment. So my advice in this is that you would pray to understand the importance of your unique creative assignment. You don't understand it. It's not natural to understand it because it's a divine thing. So this requires prayer, asking for understanding, because your assignment is far more important than you realize. Ask him to help you be free of expectations, fears, and confusions about your assignment. And invite him into the process of artistic expression and put no limitations on where the Spirit might lead you. Make this a daily exercise. Every day, ask the Father, what does creative and artistic faithfulness look like today? It's my hope that you have been exhorted 
and ministered to by this podcast episode. If you want to follow me, you could follow me on Instagram at Borandulos Music. And keep an eye out for the last episode in this series, part four of the Esther 414 series coming next week, where we'll focus on the part of the scripture that says you have come into the kingdom for such a time as this. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And if you've benefited from this podcast in any way, please share it. Share it with your artistic friends and family because it's my desire to reach as many people as possible that have a creative assignment that we collectively would bring God glory through our creative nature. Thank you and see you on the next episode.